It's been a lot going on. I'm not talking about every man threatening my life. And I feel like I had to just talk about it, you know? Use my voice. Things just ain't fair, but will it ever be? I'm not in a prison, but I ain't free. The skin that I'm in puts me in between. I'm labeled a criminal, cause I'm a young black individual. Oh, I hate that I'm scared to walk down the street with nobody there but an officer. He might say he fears me just so he can kill me. If nobody hears me, they'll never know. It's crazy that this what it's coming to. I'm supposed to feel safe when in front of you. But I just don't know what you're gonna do Especially when you have a gun or two Oh no, no, no This feels like a war We want justice We want justice We want justice We want police officers to be held accountable for killing We want justice Justice. No justice, no peace. Yeah, say his name, say her name, say them all now. Sean Bell, Trayvon, Amar running on the route. Breonna Taylor was killed being in the house, and Anton Black, he was killed right outside of it. I'm tired of it. How many of us are you gonna try to get? George Floyd, Eric Garner, why the f you take a father? Why the f you make it harder? Why the f don't even bother? You gonna say you follow orders? How the f it lead to slaughter? I'm done with it. I don't understand. How could you sit back and watch your partner kill a man? Maybe you ain't touching, but that blood is on your hands. Cause when you doing nothing, we go down this road again. We gotta make a change. It's been too many names. Wish you were me and I were you so you can feel the pain. The pain of the families, pain of the mothers. I'ma do the yellow women killing all the others. You can quickly count you out, man, but just so strict don't count me in. You know? One thing about old Floyd, man, I love the word. We want justice. We want justice. We want justice. We need it right now. We want justice. Welcome to another episode of Trials and Meditations, Conversation of the First Generation, Y2K. I am your co-host, Damon S. Trent. The S stands for Savage. This is Kim Ness, a.k.a. The Better Kim, reporting live from the backwoods of North Carolina. Now, if you guys like what you've been hearing on this podcast, we invite you to go to your favorite platform to listen to an episode and leave us a comment or review. Tell us what you love about this episode, or better yet, tell us what you want to hear and who you want to hear from in the future. What's up, Kim? Let us know. You know, we're always receptive for our feedback. Uh, Fast, what's good? We got a special show for you guys today. Um, You know, Father's Day is coming. No doubt. And it's always a big time when you can spend time with your children. But today... Who we got on the show? I'm going to go out on a limb here. 
and, and you said this last episode, but I am biased. Okay, I don't, I don't care. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say the father of the year, father of the year, oh, the, the the father of the okay. years, a few years, because okay. he's been holding it down. He's been holding it down for quite a few years no here. Um, we have my brother, my brother, another mother, my brother, uh, kangaroo pride. We're gonna talk about that later. Huh? Uh, haha. Um, we have Osayande in Gaza, Mensong Keru, and his son K Fox joining us today. Let's give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. So, yeah, uh, fellas, uh, are we here? Okay, uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks uh, for the invite. No, no, no worries, no worries. So, so today we're just gonna jump right into it because, um, well, let's let the people get an introduction. To again, so Mensong Keru, Osayande in Gaza, and we've talked about him on the podcast before, no doubt. Uh, is definitely a friend of the show, and so everybody out there in podcast land knows Mensong but I don't think that they readily identify with K Fox. And so, if Ment would speak about who this young brother is, and we'll take it from there, sure. So Case and Fox, thank you for having us, first of all. Uh, it's a pleasure being with your brothers, you know, as always. Uh, this is a new medium for that. Um, Kaysen is my son. Um, he goes by the name, artist name, K Fox. And he's my son who I met when he was one years old. So I inherited him. His mom had um, two children when I met her. And, um, man, I've been in this guy's life <laughs> all his life almost. So, That's you know. now, now, man, let, mm-hmm. let me cut you off there because on this show, we don't believe in half brothers and half, I didn't right? Say half. So, <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, you said you inherited him, right? So, I did. He's, he's, either just, he's either your son or he's not, right? So, from my understanding, he, he is your son. So, definitely. Just, uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, so welcome he to knows. the family. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, spent enough for him to be your son. So I'm trying son. to tell you that. That's it. It, it's very clear. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, and man, I know, mm-hmm. but I just want the listeners to know, to like, so they can really get an understanding of who you are, because that's what this podcast is really going to be about, so they can get a better understanding of who you are. Oh, is, that, is that okay? I mean, I, I from everywhere, everywhere that I walk, everybody knows I have six kids, and. He's counted, and his brother counted as my kids everywhere I go. So I just am creating – I only created that because it's – never. <laughs> I only created that context, however, because it is Father's Day. And, you know, I'm sure this podcast is going out to millions of people across the world. So I don't want you getting no, you know, hate mail into the show. Well, I gave – you know, he was my seed, you know. So I'm just, I'm just putting the context out there. But, you know, you. that's my son. Well, He's very it. clear. I send all my hate mail to a Flatbush app. Oh, check that out. <laughs> so, so, so in that regard, I'm good. I'm good. But no, seriously. So, um, I, I happened to talk to you the other day about something random. I don't even know what it was, but you put me on to to a video that your son was doing, and I, I really wish that we had the opportunity on this podcast to show the video, to play the video. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So people can see the video, so to know what we're talking about. But what we're going to do is give this young brother an opportunity to tell people where they can check out the video, um, because I, I think it's dope when young people have a voice and, and really are talking about something as opposed to just talking. 
And so, uh, Brother K. Fox, mm-hmm. why don't you tell us about the project that you got going on right now? Okay, so first let me start by saying you can go view the project on YouTube at K. Fox, K-A-Y-F-O-X, K-A-Y space F-O-X. Um, and it's the title of it is called We Want Justice. So just We Want Justice, K. Fox on YouTube. You'll be able to see that. All right, so now to um, talk a little bit about the project. It all started from when George Floyd, the whole situation, when I seen that going down my Instagram, I'm a person like, I, I have to, I let out my feelings through my artwork. I know a lot of people, a lot of people do stuff that way. So that's the one, singing and rapping and writing, that's just one of the ways I just, I let things go and speak how I feel. So, and I, I have a home studio, so I have a mic. Nice. I can get out of my bed and just automatically just do it so i started it at point and then i just didn't i didn't finish it like i was getting up to write something once i seen the incident i was like nah i gotta because it, it brought like it made me feel so hurt inside like mm. just watching that video of george floyd and it was just it was crazy so but i i ended up stopping doing it and then a few days later my dad called me and then he was just like, he was just like, yo, what's up with you? I was like, well, he was like, you got to, he was like, you got to get on it. He was like, you got to use your voice and stuff no like doubt. that. He was like, you got to be, you got to do something. And I'm just like, and I told him, I was like, I started something, but I, I didn't really finish it and stuff like that. Cause I don't know. I, I don't know. But then he just, he just eventually like motivated me more. He was just, telling me to get it done and I got it done. I sent him a couple of drafts too. Like the song the song definitely would not be the way it is if it wasn't for him. And I told him that already. And he, he so, knows that. So what is the song uh, about? Tell us a little bit about what the song is is a, what it's talking about. Okay, so basically the song song is about basically spreading awareness mm-hmm. to what's going on um and just letting people know that we gotta, we gotta make a change for real, cause things are disgusting right now. Mm-hmm. And talk about it. Yeah, I just wanted to spread awareness to that, and use my voice. So I, I basically mentioned a lot of people that have been uh, victims of police brutality. Police brutality. So you can say it on the show. People that have been murdered by police. Yeah, it's police okay. brutality and murdered it. by the show. I said murdered by the show and murdered by police. So I, in the video, I like mention a lot of those people. I don't, I can't mention everybody, of course, but I mentioned right. a lot of those people, mainly the ones that's most known that, about. That is popular, right? Yeah, but I did mention a few. Like one of my one of my friends lost her cousin to police brutality. I had to put him in there. His name's right. Anton Black. I'm a lot of people don't know about his situation, so I definitely had to throw throw him in there wait wait so 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 young brother fox we're not gonna gloss over that right mm-hmm. you, you said that your friend someone you personally knew yeah. was a was a victim of police brutality oh, no, 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 right no. my friend lost their cousin to police okay. brutality that okay my, okay i'm glad yeah, my I... friend i went to college with so she so that's that's deep though. yeah that's that that affected us all now so when i saw the george floyd Thing, right, mm-hmm. and I don't know if 
the other brothers on the line feel this way, but I'm sure they feel somewhat this way because we're all fathers on this line, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, I, I was looking at it, uh, you know, and I was, you know, I'm, I'm obviously fearful for my life, but I was more afraid for my son, mm-hmm. you know, and, and him and my daughter coming up and what they're going to go through, right? So, K Fox, I'm interested in to know how you were feeling, like, were you feeling at the moment when you saw George Floyd? Well, at the moment, I, I've I've always been a big person on like, okay, just that that cop that cop is bad, and just that mm. just that cop is bad. So, but after that video, it kind of like made me realize like, nah, there's a lot of these, there's a lot of these cats out here that's really, that's really trying to get rid of us. So mm-hmm. it made me. It made me feel like I I have to be more aware. I have to do things differently. Like the crazy and the serious crazy part about it. Like I said, one of the lines in that in my song, I said, "I hate that I'm scared to walk down the street when nobody's there but an officer." And that that mm, was mm, totally mm. true. Like that is true. Like with an officer down there at night, day day I'm I'm not I'm not really worried about. But at night, it's like I'm like, nah, I don't. I'm not even trying to test it. I'm trying to find a different way. And the crazy, another crazy situation. Just yesterday, I'm I'm walking with my brother. We're going to Atlantic Station, and then he's too far behind me, and I'm just like, I'm like looking back because I I'm you know I don't know all these things going on, with white supremacists. I'm like, it's just it's just a lot. And so, so what happened? Oh, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I didn't want to take my. Oh, eyes trying to look out on, look yeah, look out because something could happen in a quick, like somebody just anything could in the car and like me not even know. No doubt, because it's like yeah, not, it's, it's, it wasn't it was a lot of um, action. A lot of people on the block that we were going up. So I'm like, I mean, it's it's getting spooky out here. You know spooky, what I'm saying? Like, I like, especially with the five lynchings. Um, yeah, yeah, it's getting. Sp- I mean, in New in New York, like when you know when I was growing up, you know, it was it was pretty much overt. You know, what I mean, cops did what the fuck they wanted to do. Like they was just bullies. They'd grab you up, throw you against the wall any day, every day. You know, but it was more overt. You know what I mean? Um, now it's just is is it's kind of like they masking it now. They hiding behind the badge in 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 the job. You know what I mean? And they just finding reasons to kill, you know, not just, yes, black people. They, they finding a reason. So it's like anytime you get pulled over, anytime you have any confrontation with a cop, you know, from a black man's point of view, like this could be your last confrontation because you don't know. Like they just like they like nervous kids with guns. You understand what I'm saying? You get a little bit, you know, too loud for them or. They don't like how you talking to them. Like they'll right. they'll just do mm-hmm. anything and shoot and ask right. questions later. Um, the the only part of it that's optimistic from my point of view is that, you know, now these cops are being charged. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They, we're seeing it on video. This uh, it's to a boiling point where going forward, every police shooting is going to be scrutinized. You understand what I'm saying? Before, it, it it was just swept under the rug. You know what I mean? You hear about it for a little while. and it's, Now, 
every police shooting is going to be scrutinized. So the times are changing a little bit, and that's the only, you know, optimism that I see in this whole situation. Definitely, definitely. Times are definitely changing now. Because I remember when we were coming up, we definitely didn't have a a black power voice. Uh, And if we did, we weren't really saying it as loud as young brother K. Fox. No, we had had Al Sharpton. (laughs) We had Al Sharpton and... uh, And then Roy Ennis. Right. But listen, um, Brother K. Fox, I want to ask you this question. <laughs> because most of the young people today, the music that they're putting out, I'm not going to say most, but a lot of the stuff that you hear on the radio is, is, is all the trap music. It's got to change, right? though. So my question to you is, is, is all of your music spiritually orientated? Or is that because of how you raised that you felt that you had to say something now? That was, that was because I, of how I was raised. I I do I do a lot of different music though too. I I'm okay. I would call myself a versatile artist. I got I got pop tracks. I got tracks with trap artists. So I I, I dab into dab into everything to be honest. Ooh. That's that's what's up, that's what's up. Well what we're gonna do right here is we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna come back. And then we're going to get right back into it. All right. All right. Don't go nowhere. All right. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we're still here chopping it up uh, with, uh, I got to say it again, one of my favorite people, uh, Mensa Ankeru. Now, let me, before we even start talking about anything, I want to tell you all this. Because when we had Simple on the show, I said Simple's name was the most rhythmic name of all the names that we have <laughs> in our group, right? Because, you know, Simple Webman Hawk kept head on. And, and, and what he told me was that I was adding stuff to the name. Right? <laughs> but I want to say this to you, Metson Kiru. Did you see how I threw that in? Got that. <laughs> your name, like, and there's, there's a song that goes to your name. Do, you, do, you, or do we all agree that there's a song that goes yeah, to his name? Yeah, I'm clear about that. Yeah, okay. And, and I want to be clear about this. I, I promise you this. I sing the song to your name probably once or twice a month just just out of the blue That's, that that right. don't sound like a good thing man it's <laughs> a little crazy no it, 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 it is a little crazy because because the, the song is, is is that dope but do you know what your name means oh yeah Mintan Karu is you know one who nurtures everyone his spirit basically you know it's just me being a person who is carrying that forth carrying the Heru energy That's- forth that's, and who gave you your name? My mother, Mumoi Tuffer. Mm-hmm. Wow. So speaking that's, to a lot of people, she's she's given a lot of people their a names. A whole lot of people their names. Yeah. I didn't I was I, I didn't remember that, but you yeah, know, she's in the people that we've talked to. Mm, she wrote one? Yeah. It's called Sekasenana. Oh, wow. May they mention my name. Mm. Wow. Got you on the plug, mom. That, All right. That's <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Mumoy. Uh, so this is what I'm going to tell you this, though, because, uh, Fast, I don't know if you know this, that uh, you, you remember when we wrote the Deity Rap? Mm. Uh, <laughs> Mumoy's got a writer's credit on that as well. Oh, so, wow. so let's give a round of applause to Mumoy. Uh, <laughs> all, around, all around great person. But now, before I, I did mention the song, and, and I want to sing it on this podcast. Because I don't want y'all to no, think that I'm making stuff my. up. Yeah. Go ahead, sing it. Go ahead and embarrass us all. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing it. That's how the song goes. I, and and don't 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 hate me for being out of key. I'm not a singer. Oh good, right? brother. 
this is how it goes. And I don't know if this is how it goes, but this is how it goes in my head. Right? <laughs> it goes like this. Mint song, Keru. And Ucha and That's how it goes in my head. <laughs> so, so, man, earlier you mentioned that you have six kids, right? Yes, sir. Um, we want to talk about, why don't you give us the name of your kids? Let's, let's do that first. Okay, so starting from the oldest, there's Tuji, Kaysen, uh Ma'ati, Simkesa, Onura, and Samurai. Okay, and so of those kids, I was actually talking about Samurai mm-hmm. on the last podcast that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, we had Sasama Church. McFlirt on the show. <laughs> McFlirt, and we were talking about Red Dragon. How, yes, Red Dragon. We were talking about how your daughter, Saint Marie, and my daughter are good friends. Yeah. And how that happened organically. Absolutely. Like, like I didn't have anything to do with it. You didn't have a hand in that. And I, and I was telling them how that was dope. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they were texting each other just recently. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I try to stay out of their business. But, <laughs> you know, that. That's that's pretty dope, and so we were talking about how we can push that conversation forward and have more uh, situations like that. That makes sense. I definitely agree with that because you know that was kind of I think part of the dream, right? You know, mm-hmm. our parents got us together to do what they did with us because they were building a nation, you know, and you don't build a nation and have it end at one generation. No doubt. So. Mm. I think that that's definitely a big part of it. Um, And I've always kind of taught my kids, like, look, these are some of the houses that you need to know in the community. These are your safe safe zones. Mm. If you ever need anywhere to go, we know people right here. You know know where Breedboard is. (laughs) Sure. And tons of of those kind of spots, like Mm -hmm. Franklin Ave. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just we... We've been walking these Brooklyn streets with these kids forever, and so it was important for me that they really knew how to move, mm-hmm. partially because of some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier, because you got the threat of police officers, but you also have, you know, the threats of just people who ain't up to no good, you know, right. you know mm-hmm. who are up to no good. So it's like um, I know when we were growing up, we had an incident where um, I can't believe I'm going to say this in public. It's amazing. Okay. So <laughs> I was basically tired. You know, we was walking around in like neon ting and wearing tie-dye shirts <laughs> coming home from school. And I kind of got tired of getting robbed all the time. Mm. So one day we had this little situation where a – it's like me and my brother walking down the street, tall, shout out. Um, and we're walking down the street right on Washington, coming up Washington, literally like two, three blocks away from where I live right now. But um, Washington and Gates. And we get just almost to the corner, and there's a bunch of kids sitting on the step, like three or four kids. And they look at us, and they're like, yo, Y'all Autobots? 
And I was so tired of getting robbed. I was like, yeah, yeah. And they Not was like, <laughs> And they was decepts, right. <laughs> so I had no idea. I thought we was just going to get a pass and we'd be able to keep walking. Little did I know, you know, they huddled for half a second and then over. shouted out to some dude who was coming down the street. And mm. this dude ends up punching Tor in the mouth with a razor in his hand. Mm. So he like wow. cuts Tor's lip up and me and Tor just take off and we run in and they catch up to us and we fighting them off in, in the middle of the street and we get away from them again. I don't know what happened that we got away from them, but I know I was giving the business to at least two of these little kids, but cause they weren't even big people. <laughs> it's like only the, <laughs> there was only one big dude out of the whole group. And so we kind of got away and I'm like, dude, you bleeding. And it was so great that one block over, one block down, um, right across the street from the Clinton Hill Library, Queen of Fua, Daoud's mom, Supernova mm. Flom, lived there. So we hit the doorbell. She had us come up. She took care of the bleeding and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, that just instilled in me that we always kind of got to have our our people know where our people are. No so doubt. definitely with what no, you're that's, saying, that's... Kimwa, you know, that's part of that for me. No, and I thank you for sharing that story <laughs> because now I don't have to ask you for any stories because <laughs> I'm sure you would love to tell us some more stuff. When you grow up in a family that big, you got to have a favorite uncle. <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah we're gonna start it today bro that's that's what we do on this podcast we start so, so so who's your favorite uncle you can tell me i ain't gonna tell nobody bro. okay i'm set no nah no so so okay that's that's cool that's cool uh so is it because i ain't gonna tell nobody about the internet <laughs> <laughs> now now is, is Hamum your your favorite because y'all guys are so close in i age, think that's why is it that's yeah. what it is. Okay, talk about it. So, so he does the video stuff. I have you guys worked together on any projects? Oh yeah, we definitely worked on a project. Um, he actually got me started in my first music video that I was in when I was young, and my first film. He got me into those are those on YouTube as well. Like from young, like I go back sometimes and show that. Um, me being in a music video, my little baby face, like ten years old. <laughs> So, That's dope. Yeah. yeah, what was that? Cold Turkey? That no, the Cold Turkey was the film. Cold Cold Turkey was the film and the music video the film. was okay. called No Tears. Mm. Yeah. That's what, so you did a full feature film, like a two hour movie or something like that? No, it was it was just like a 30 minute film, 15 minutes. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now now Hamum uh is doing a lot of big things out there. I always uh I follow him on a on a, f- a few social media sites. And it's dope to see Hamum out doing his thing because one of his guys is Boozy. Yep. Right? And I, and I think that's guy. dope. That's your guy yeah. too? I, th- I think that's dope because we always talk about his father on the show. Mm. Right? And I don't know if Kem Ness knows this. Right? So this, this is all going to make sense in a second. But um, And shout out to Kiwa Label too because uh, didn't she have a, a son a couple of years ago? But anyway, I'll, I'll get off topic. Yeah, soon. came away with got two kids, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. But facts, you there? Yeah. Uh, and 
Boozy's father is Baba Wakili. Mm-hmm. And Baba Wakili. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we talk about him regularly on the show. <laughs> and and it's funny that we talk about him regularly because he wasn't really around the entire circle of the first generation. Only people that really spent time with him were were the guys that played basketball. Yeah. I don't I, I'm just this is how I feel about it, right? And so because we played basketball and we got to see a different side of Abu Wakili and he was like one of our guys. Like it, it don't matter where I sit, would see him in New York. If I would see him he would shout me out, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's dope that Boozy and Hamum are, are are good friends. So that's actually his uh godbrother. That's what's up. Because that's what's up. We gotta actually Boozy's, get up. Uh, Boozy's godfather. We actually got to get your brother on the show mm-hmm. so we can hear about all the big things that he's doing because he, he he actually helped me out with something a while, a while back and I want to give him a shout out for doing that. Oh, that thing? But listen to this. That's what's up. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's uh he's really helpful with that. But listen, though. So, <laughs> Menson Karu and I, all right. Oseani, I'm sorry. Cool, brother. We were raised we were raised in a sales society. You listening to me? Yeah, I'm up? listening. All right, so when I talk about it, that's how we're always going to go back to there, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I happen to know that your father met your mother after we were associated with a society, but were you raised in a society? And if so, how, how were you raised? If you want to talk about that for a little while. Well, from when I was younger, I went to, from what I remember, I went to a lot of rituals. Um, I remember we going to this type of center or school a lot uh for like kwanzaa it's just a lot of memories from when i was younger but as as i got older it was just a lot of rituals and me my mom actually my mom just actually played me a video the other day that's crazy i was at a ritual and i had like the leave in my hand and i was smacking against the floor uh like Oh, wow. like five the leaves. Mm-hmm. yeah mm, so that's what's up so i just want to say just you know for the disclaimers um that was not osero set you know my family okay. has not been a part of osero set since i was in high school started high school um there was kind of a little situation as far as us all leaving at that time to go to another school so that was kind of what happened there but um so Mm-hmm. So since you said brought up high school, and and I mentioned this earlier, mm-hmm. right? I did I did say kangaroo pride. I, I did mm-hmm. say that, right? And uh, so K Fox, you know what I mean when I say kangaroo boys pride? and girls. That's shout out to the high, shout out to the high, right? And so we don't we I don't know if we've ever talked about this man. Not that right? I know of. Not that I know <laughs> of either. But we were at the high at the same time. Yep. Um, I wasn't there that long. I'm, ago. I'm I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't graduate. <laughs> it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't for me. Um, but a, a few of us were at the high at the same time. Yeah, right? definitely. Sasu, um, uh, Habiba, Habiba. Naima. Now, are you still friends with those people? Definitely. I don't definitely, see. Definitely. I don't see. Uh, Habiba very often, uh, or speak mm. with her very often, but um, you know, I don't see either any of the three of them very often, but you know, we still cool people as far as I have it. 
And uh, when I see people, it's all love. Um, and also, Nova was there for a while. Supernova's long. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't he know talked- that. So, but listen, though. Go ahead, K-Fox. I said, I'm sorry. I said, he always talks about the principle. Oh, Mickens? Yeah, yeah Mickens was, he was on one. Listen, listen. He he was on, I said one. He was probably on 100. That's... <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what's funny? So we we talk about my guy Monty all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Monty was at the high with us too yep. when we was there. Uh, he actually had a relationship. Like Mickens was a friend of his family, mm. and so he always talks about how Mickens would shout him out. Like if he walking in the hallway, like straighten up, dude. I'll be like, man, bro, you had it rough, Mickens. And I, you know, it was it was it was an interesting time to be at the high. When Mickens was there, it was, it was dope. But let me ask you this though, man, because mm-hmm. another group of us went to another high school together, right? Okay. Now listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. And this group, from what I was told, didn't talk to each other at all. Right. In the school. You listen to what I'm telling you? Right? Nah. Did you guys have that same experience? You talk about tech? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I'm talking about they, they, these guys are older than us. Oh, okay. You might maybe you're talking about Ethel Bando. So I don't know. Anyway, um, I would say that we were very much we were close. We were That's we were up. cool. Um, Nova wasn't there very long though, um, but I think. Me, Rukia, Sasu, um, Naima Minhut, uh, and Habiba. I don't even remember Habiba's other name. <laughs> but um, we were all in the same year. We were there the same year, so we all graduated together. And That's I had a up. lot That's of classes with them at different times. That's what's up. Now, so what, what I can say about our time, I, I knew you guys were at the school. Right, mm-hmm. but so when we were at the the space school, all the classes were pretty much in the same hallway, right? Definitely. So we would see each other all the time. But when we got to to boys and girls, our, our grade level separated us very right? much. So, so I, I I didn't see you guys that much. Addition, in addition to this, right? Here's you ready. This is the best part about it. I didn't really go to school. I that knew much that was either. coming. <laughs> 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 Yes, I'm clear. Right. So, mm-hmm. so my experience was a lot different than you guys. Like, yeah, my experience know, like, at a high was definitely like my probably some of the most important formative years that I had, and I ended up working for the school at while I was a senior. I was nope. actually working for the dean's office, and I was giving people detention and all kind of stuff. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, but y'all, oh, you was working for the man. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you the man. truth though. The craziest thing about true. that, I was actually dipping my card in every day like the teachers, man. I was like, yo, this is a real yeah. thing. <laughs> so That's what's up. as long as I was on, you know, I was getting paid. So I was trying to be on as much as possible. So I stopped going to That's... class myself. So, you know, I understand, bro. So, but listen, though, you, you, are you listening to what he's saying to you? <laughs> no, listen, because listen, this man was about his money in the 12th grade. <laughs> You're not listening to what I'm saying. In, in in the 12th grade, he was about his money. That's that's dope. He said, I, I'm getting money. I'd rather get money than go to school. 
that's not, I want to give you a shout out, but I want to ask you this question also, right? So, sure. you know, like when you went to the high, because mm-hmm. I, I do believe you went to the high straight from the society school. Definitely. Yes? Was that a big adjustment for you to make? And if so, uh, how did you make that adjustment? It was a huge adjustment to make. It was the most mm-hmm. ridiculously huge adjustment, man. Like, wow. Um, I think my school before the high, if I'm being nice, had 50 to 100 kids in it. If I'm being really, really nice. And my graduating class at the high had like a thousand kids in it and like 400 something ended up graduating or something like that. And it was over 4,000 kids in the school. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that I don't think that people that I would ever really give it too much credit for, I let people know this when I'm talking to them, but yo, that was the first time I ever had a white teacher. Oh, wow. Because I always was in community-based schools. Um, so, you know, raised, you know, being taught by my parents and stuff like that and our parents. So, you know, that was a definite shift for me as well. And when I say, like, the first time I ever had a white teacher, yo, real talk, that's the first time I ever had a teacher who wasn't black. Oh, wow. And so so how old were you? That was the other thing. So I got skipped in the Ocero Set School. So I went to Boys mm. and Girls at 12. Get out of here. Yeah. And quick funny story we sitting in the the auditorium for for orientation and Mick is like got all of the kids who coming into the school and he's like um yo who's coming to this school who's eight years old and he was easing into it because he knew there was some young kids in there and I didn't realize wow. that but everybody's just laughing oh ain't nobody coming to this high school at eight years old <laughs> then he went to nine then he went to ten he went to eleven and then when he got to 12, me and another kid raised our hands. And we're the only two kids, me and my man Don Malakin. I will never forget that. And he called us up. We came up to the stage. He gave us, like, some swag bags and everything. And, yo, this dude was a, a low-key genius, bro. He oh, wow. switched my schedule on the first day of school. And I had gym with the football team. <laughs> So freshman Friday, Cass is getting beat up in the street. Not me, because I'm walking with the football team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not all broken fingers from playing football with these big, ridiculous dudes. But, you know, nobody ever really messed with me like that coming up, you know, in my younger years, because I had the, the whole football squad with me That's for that move, too. No, that's, that's, that's what's up. That's dope. That, see, and that—that's what I like about this podcast. I, I'm learning new stuff every every episode, bro. That's 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 big up to Mickens. Big, big up to Mickens for he he really did uh, change the high. Um, without to mention the fact without, that when I was uh, doing the detention, brother, right? There's cats waiting for me after school, son. <laughs> Mick was driving me home, son. It was like they'd <laughs> be like, yo. I just live on I live on St. James anyway, son. I'll drop you off to Cambridge, son. You good. That, that's what's up. Now, <laughs> like I said, I was only at the high 
K Fox, you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Usually, for two weeks, for for about an hour. <laughs> he, he said to, for about an hour, right? But one of the teachers I, I remember was Doro. Did you have Doro? I never had Doro. I know. Never. Yeah, I know the name, but I don't. I never had Doro. So I had Doro was my chemistry teacher, right? And so I've I've never said this on a podcast, but this was an adjustment that I had to make when I when I left the school, right? Mm-hmm. I had to I had to dumb it down. Well, I didn't have to, right? But I, I did. I dumbed it down so I could kind of fit in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't want to be the super smart kid in the class. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to kind of blend in, right? So this is a story that I'm gonna tell you about Doro. Mm-hmm. When I came to Doro, uh, so you know how they have the the parent conference teacher thingamajig. Mm-hmm. Parent teacher. So conference. you know, me and my mom we come up to Doro, and it's I think it's like October, and he says to my mother, he says, "Listen, here's your son's grade at the moment. It was a D." And he said, "But listen though, your son is super smart. I could tell." but he's just not giving any effort. Like, he's not doing any of the work or anything. Mm. Now, okay, you don't know who my mother is, right? I mean, you no, do know who my yeah, mother is, but she's like the, a teacher on steroids, right? Mm-hmm. And so she was highly upset with me, to say the least. So that's October. We come home. I, I, I heard it all the way from the high. And at the time, I'm living all, across town in Clinton Hill, so that's a long train ride home to to hear from my mother about how you're not doing what you need to do in school. And you ain't hear a word she was saying. I did. I heard everything she was saying, right? Because I didn't want to hear it again. I didn't didn't want to have that conversation again, right? And so what happened was, October we had that conference. By December, I got a B plus in the Uh class. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. Give that class it up. Right, I got a B plus, and that's that's the the one teacher story I remember from from the high, and it was all on effort. Like I don't know anything about chemistry, mm. chemistry, right? All on effort, and so you know I want to give a shout out to my mom for setting me straight. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Thank you, Mutaste, for all kinds of things, including Chisenbop. I'm just saying. Hmm. I was I was shout out to Dauda because we was just talking about that the other day. Uh, about how my mother taught him math and chism bopping. So, you know, she's still at it with the chism bop. I know. She's, uh, well, you know, that's our business. We ain't going to talk about that. We're going we gonna to move on to so, something else. So I want to I right. ask a question, Mitt, and, and really not a question. It's just that, you know, on this show, we like to, you know, give people their flowers while they're still here. And, you know, I want to talk to you about your parents and, and want you to speak a little bit about who they are you know what I mean? What they, you know, did in their lives and how they influenced you. Um, I know, you know, I've known you since we were crawling almost. Uh, and I have the pictures to prove it. Uh, I remember staying at your house on Dean Street. You staying at my house. Um, I recently reconnected with your tef, your baba. Mm. And was was funny, I was going to tell you offline, he had just texted me, just just before this show and we you know we talk we text he was giving me some uh some uh books that the uh 
Harvard School were were, uh, putting out about race relations and stuff. So, you know, we talk every now and then. He always texts me to check up on me. You know, when he came out here, you know, we had a good time and we got to reconnect on a a different level. You know what I mean? So tell us a little bit about your parents and, you know, who they were in their lives. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, Man. Well, my father, you know, taught me that you can be a quote-unquote imperfect man, as if there's a perfect man, right? But, um, and be literally like the anchor for so much stuff. There's like, dude. We would walk in the streets, and this guy was rocking through like he was the mayor of Brooklyn. Not in the way that he walked, but just everybody was stopping us mm. everywhere, all times. Like, yo, oh, hey, bro. You know, hey, man, yo, you know, remember when you, remember me from the group home, man? Yeah, you, yeah I remember <laughs> you, man. Right. Yo, because he was a teacher at the group home. Mm. Then, you know, I see all, he see all these students that he used to teach in uh, Hurusasa. And, you know, just so many different spaces that he was in during his life. Like, I really got clear. And just all of the young people who he took care of, like, who were his sons as well. Right. So, you know, that's one thing I I can always speak to, you know. um, And definitely big shout outs to you for how you looked out my dad when he was down your way in North Carolina, man. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't even public, know. The public needs he, to know that, too. No, nah, that's, that's, you know I mean, that's family. So, But I didn't even know that he had went to college down here. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. First, the first one, I believe. He mm-hmm. went up to Old Westbury after that. Yep. But, um, yeah, and then, you know, but one of the people I always talk about in relation to, to my dad is, you know, you, Kimwa, because uh, you – definitely always check in. You always check in and you always show them the most love. And man, I'm going to tell you, you have no idea how much of a difference it makes for him to get that, you know, that shine from you. So I appreciate it on his behalf, you know, I'll shout that out. But my dad, you know, he was a man who had a whole bunch of children as well, you know, so I was able to kind of map certain things on to what it is that he was doing and the spiritual organization that, you know, Kaysen was talking about earlier that I was a part of. My dad was a priest in the organization and he was one of my teachers in my priesthood. So that was a big deal as well. And out of our spiritual family, we created something, you know, we was having these brotherhood meetings and these brotherhood meetings, I was in there with a Tefna Nefa and Tessa Degra um, you know, some some other brothers with my dad, Tefop Nefla Haru. And man, like some of the stuff that came out of that, it was literally like the stuff that I could say helped to really solidify my manhood game and had me not show up as just like, you know, a sucker when Slouch, it came to right. me having to take care of my kids. Absolutely. And and be and be for the community mm. who I could possibly be. Mm. My That's mom's what... My mother is just, you know, my mother's fantastic, man. She's the ultimate resource, you know. I can go to her for anything at any time. I told her she needs to have started her own 
Zagat restaurant guide for vegans mm. many <laughs> moons ago. She knows every daggone place to eat and knows the, the newest ones all the time. And, you know, and she's, she's also been one of the biggest things that she's always been for me. Um, like we talked about the fact that she did the name book and was, you know, giving a lot of people their names. She was also, you know, a priestess in the, the society. And though she, I, I think I'm not, I'm not going to go too crazy, but I believe that one of the reasons that my pops left the society is because she never became a second mm. Mm. and he had it that she should have been. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm like, my mother's been the person who, not just me, but so many people that I know call for readings. So Facts. many people that I call, call her to go over readings that they have taken. But whatever it is, it's just been like her insight over the years has been, even for business, personal, has really been something that has buoyed me and uh, kept me focused. And she's got an eclectic style that, I, that really, you know, turns heads. So, no, no, shout listen, out I'm to glad my you showed up style. No, I'm glad you, because listen, if, if y'all don't follow Moomoy on Facebook, right, mm-hmm. you need to, right? Because I'm going to tell you something. Moomoy got the dopest hats <laughs> going right mm-hmm. now. I'm, I'm telling you, like, she always have a hat for the mood of the day. You understand <laughs> what I'm like? Her hats are super dope. But you was talking about your pops, right? And mm-hmm. how your pops made you the man that you was. I- I'm going to tell you guys something that you guys don't know. I don't think anybody knows this because I don't really talk about this. But if it was ever a time you thought I was a good basketball player. <laughs> right? so y'all laugh. I-, I didn't even say anything. This is not funny. This is serious, right? If there was ever a time, right? I'm that basketball player because the two people, right? Atef Walimu and Ba. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ba, def- ba definitely helped get my left hand better. <laughs> he always made you play hard. <laughs> yeah. Emily, <Emily's> too. <laughs> yeah. I, this is what happened. Shout one out time, to right? Malik, man. Shout out to Malik. So he, he made us play <laughs> now. Hard, listen. Man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm talking he about hard on us, and boy, he made us he he made us play hard. He toughened all of us up because he didn't take <laughs> no shit. He would push you on the floor, beat you down, curse you out, and then still play. And y'all go slap hands and drink drink Gatorade later. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all y'all got to see the bully Malik, right? I got to see Malik play ball. You know, like like he was bullying y'all little dudes. He, he used to try to bully me too. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, but. Malik was nice. Of bro. course. Like, y'all not, like, Ba was nice. And I'm not talking about, all right, I'm not talking about a tough man, Simpson right? Watch this. I'm talking about Bob Ojinga. Mm. You understand what I'm telling you? Like, you mean Bob Najee? Bob Najee. Bob Najee. That. <laughs> thank you for correcting me. I'm sorry. I was confused too. Ojinga's a Baba too, but you know. <laughs> But Ojinga wasn't nice. And, and, and you could tell him I said that. You, you could tell him that I said that. You understand? He might be listening. It's all good. You could just tell him. talking about Minota? <laughs> Listen, um, part of self, Babo Najee was like, I'm telling you, like, when we used to have to watch the Tefs play basketball, 
it was only a few that could really, really play. Right. Listen to what I'm telling you, right? And he was one of those dudes. And kept it continuous and, and still came out and played with us every Sunday. For a long time. For a long time. A long time. time. Yeah, he was back. playing ball with us when he was 60, man. Right. Crazy, man. That's how I want to be. Hopefully. Yeah, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. No, y'all, y'all, yeah. Yeah, y'all, y'all got me uh, feeling uh, some kind of way over here. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm, I don't know if y'all set the mood where y'all at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know your mood. <laughs> ain't nothing changed. That's right. So don't act strange. <laughs> I chew through your crew, so. Get out my range. Okay, but <laughs> that, don't, that, don't, that don't have nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, though. But listen, though. So I, I mentioned this earlier. Do you guys remember? Oh, shoot. Do you guys remember the deity rap when we did the deity rap? Yes. And I want to speak about something related to that sort of after. Okay, but good. Yes, after. Go. Don't forget. I'm going to not let you forget. But I didn't want to bring up the deity rap. I wanted to bring up this because this directly relates to you and Kim Nash. Oh, Jesus. Okay. K-Fox, listen, listen to what I'm telling I'm you. I'm listening. Right? Close. Right? I'm 46. Jesus. Right? Yeah, I am. <laughs> your, your pops and Kim Nash, they're younger than much, me. Yeah, much so younger. Were... Yeah, whatever. Not but really. Met, I... Right. So they were in classes younger than me. So we had this performance one time, and each class did their own thing. But then we all came together at the end. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense a little yeah. bit? Yeah. All right. So when it was time for their class, because they're in the same class, your father and Kevin. Mm-hmm. Their class play was y'all. Re- you ready, guys? Yep. Flumbo <laughs> make a fine canoe. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you know, Kawhi's here to embarrass everybody. <laughs> Yo, how was how that embarrassing? How? <laughs> All good. Yeah, he can't even stop laughing while he says it. <laughs> Flumbo. But do y'all remember who was Flumbo? Nah, I can't remember. Oh, are you ready for this? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm going to talk about it because I brought it up. Ceres was Flumbo. Mm. Ceres was Flumbo who had to make a fine canoe. And one of his wives were, or was, uh, Naima Leonard. Wow. Wow. You understand? And K Fox, you listening to yeah, me? Yeah, I got the video to play. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got a video of them when they were younger? <laughs> Woo! I got the video to yeah, play. Stop sounding so eager, my man. Stop sounding so eager. Take it easy. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. You don't need to see that. So now what you got to do, Kim? No, 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 no. I'm just, on the video too. You got to right? start so dropping it's really clips not on the first generation. You just got to start dropping clips, yo. As soon as I can delete me out of those clips. <laughs> nah, nah, yours got to be the first no, you, with your teeth hanging out You're not out listening your mouth. to me. To the floor. They wasn't hanging out my mouth. They was to the floor, brother. <laughs> like, how your teeth reach the floor, bro? Like, seriously. <laughs> no, nah, but it's, 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 uh, it's a good I'm a, um That's what I was working on, Heyman. We trying to put it together mm-hmm. so, we could, uh, so we can get it out there for people to see. Because it is, it is pretty funny. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, what is it's, it's, on, it's on VHS. <laughs> no, it's on DVD. Oh, what? Right. And what I'm trying to do is uh, I'm trying to lighten it up a little bit oh, so okay. it makes right, it easier right, to right. see. Yeah, I got to see so that. I got, yeah, you got to see that. You got to check it out because um, 
Yeah, yeah we all we all made off. fools of ourselves, but it's all good. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. But but that was that was us going up though. Like, and so that 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 group of us, right? K Fox, you listening yeah. to me? For the most part, we all still super close. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was like, I don't really know, because I'm I'm expect but we were like fifth, third, I think it was, I think that's what it was. It was the fifth grade a fourth grade and a, and a second grade or something like that, right? Like, so we were all different ages and we're still pretty close to this day, which is, uh, which is pretty dope. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh. Nah, but, uh, Fast, you got any, uh, anything else going on over nah, there? Nah, man, I just, What's you know, it? want to thank you guys for coming on for our... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to say what I got to say. Oh, say what you got to say. I can't leave this call. Yeah. I can't yeah. leave this call without this. So, you can't, okay. So, so. Brother Kimwa. Yes, sir. I've, I have said this to you, I think, only maybe once in my life, but I just want to say it again because, you know, it's important. It's real, real important that we be clear about these things. So, sir, there was a uh, a rhyme that you gave me, and it was for it was the beginnings of a song called "The Problems." Okay. And I took this song, I added another verse to it, but me and Supernova Slum were performing this song as the Divine MCs back then, bro. Wow. In front of his cousin's rock band and stuff like that. And wow. so, you know, if if there's anybody who hasn't heard, the problems are all around us. The problems seem to surround us. Nations like ants on a Relax, sit back, listen, chill. That's your man right there for the Damon Trent, Kimwa. Big things, brother. So I just wanted to shout you wow. out for no, you know, I, I appreciate you. All that. No, <laughs> no I appreciate my, you. My That's brief, my dope. brief stint as a uh, major rapper was all because of you. So. <laughs> I believe we all we all had a brief stint as rappers. No, that's 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 peace, and we got to get brother Super Snowba on the show. Yeah, definitely. we definitely got to get him on the show so he could chop it up with us, man. Because uh, yeah, it's it's weird how we all connected because he wasn't even around that long, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't. Know. And I want to say, uh, you know, since this is before the Juneteenth and the Father's Day and all that kind of stuff and they got the craziness that's happening out here. You know, definitely, like you were saying, Kim, let people get their roses while they're still here. You know, really bless bless the men in your life, bless the fathers in your lives, and uh, make sure that people really get get the vibes. I will definitely, take that definitely. on myself. Because we all fathers on here except for Kaysen. And Kaysen, you ain't got nothing you need to rush into, brother. Take it easy. Oh, yeah, I know that. Okay. Word. Take take your time, young man. (laughs) So the last thing that I want to say is, you know, like I said, is my brother from another mother. You know, I've been rocking with him since the cradle. Um, He's a real important part of first generation. Um, Behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, however you you put it, um, he has helped us organize. You know, the, the the Facebook group. Uh, to most of our events, um, 
and I know is important for him as it is myself that everybody supports first generation. You know what I mean? Whether it be from up Definitely. close or for, from afar. You know, when we have these events, they not they are for us, yes, but they for everybody else too. And we want everybody to come out. We're gonna be planning something coming soon, you know, maybe next year. Um, but it's very important that everybody comes out to reconnect, to reestablish that bond for our kids to reestablish that bond because we want to leave them first generation the same way our parents definitely, left definitely. us this generation. And, and, and on a, along you the lines I mean? of giving you your flowers, I want to say this to you, Mansonka. Well, we appreciate you, brother, um, for stepping up to the plate. Like Kemnes said, you always support everything. And Kemnes made it specifically about first generation, but I just want to thank you for always supporting everything that anybody does. Like I don't, I've never heard a time when you've not supported something that oh, we've been oh, doing. Absolutely, and absolutely. I just want to also thank you personally for being the first to step up to the plate uh, to sign up for that sponsorship for the show. We uh, we appreciate it. Um, you know, the money goes to help the foundation out. And, you know, we we in the growing steps. And we I really appreciate you, brother. Yo, man, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you all. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for giving the vibes. And, you know, I'm hoping that people can uh, get an opportunity to hear this young man's song and I'm gonna just say to you man that absolutely shout your song out again we want justice to view it again K Fox K Fox we want justice K A Y F O X you got an Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat gotta promote that I'm tripping Instagram is I am K Fox Twitter is I am K everything is I am K Fox spell it out spell it out I A M K A Y F O X. I am K Fox. That's on Instagram and Twitter, yep. correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Support, support our young people um, doing big things right now. You know, if we're not gonna support us, who's gonna support us? Yeah, absolutely. But that was another great show, right, Kimwa? You know, we bringing it to y'all live, direct, and um, don't forget to, if you like what you're hearing from us, leave a comment on our first generation group leave us a review on your favorite platform whether it be spotify anchor everywhere google podcast break it check us apple, out apple podcast let us know yeah holla at me if there's uh some business sponsorships available you know we the fine it might want to jump in there you know I'll say less got that oh Absolutely. So yeah, last we'll thing. check y'all the next. Y'all yes, probably gonna want another interview after me and Baba drop this song that we got. <laughs> it's called Thankful. So I basically it's a it's a Afrobeat Caribbean vibe track, and Bob oh, is Lord. on the track and he's doing he's at, he's no. doing all the ad libs for oh, me. Oh, Baba's rapping. Mm. Bob Baba is my father. <laughs> for those that don't, for those that listening, I don't know. So we're gonna drop that for up. Thanksgiving, son. Thanksgiving. Good times. I wanna drop it. I wanna drop it before the summer. I mean, well, we in summer. I wanna drop it soon. I'm thinking next month. Well Well, let's do this though. When when you start talking about dropping it, right? We have a world premiere on the show. We have a world right. premiere. Oh. Let's do it. I mean, that sounds I mean, that sounds dope to us. We we always like exclusives on this side of the, the planet. Mm-hmm. But that. if that works for you. Definitely, definitely. Absolutely. We're here to promote you, to promote you. This is a platform for us. Yes, yes. I love it. 
Definitely. I like I like that. I like the way that that fell into place. All right, my good people, my good people, my brothers, we'll check you guys the next time. And, you know, don't forget to meditate right, and uh, let it marinate. Stay up, cross over, but don't sell out. All right. Peace. Lady, uh, Peace. Thanks for having me. Peace.